Welcome to another episode of Speed Change Repeat. Today, another remote session with Christian Bauer, who is a CEO at Swisslock. And I'm really glad for this conversation today. So uh, thanks for being on the podcast, Christian. Thanks for inviting me, Jonathan. Yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to this conversation because you guys are doing some incredible uh, work within uh, the space of intralogistics. And obviously, in our podcast, we've been talking with a lot of people from um, different industries, from different companies, obviously a lot around the topic of data and uh, also obviously uh, artificial intelligence. And uh, you guys are doing some great work also within the robotic space and also a lot with data. So, and you as the CEO of the, uh, the company, uh, obviously can give us a, a great insight into the, the state of the industry that you guys are in and also kind of on the, on the future outlook. We always start our podcast actually the same way and in the sense that we give the guest basically the stage to kind of introduce him or herself, um, kind of to give a background where the person is coming from, kind of what has shaped the person and how he basically uh, got to um, yeah, the place or position he or she is in right now. So Christian, it's your, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. So my, 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 name, my name is Chris, Chris Bauer, and I'm from my, my background is mechanical mechanical engineering, and uh, and I've, I have to say I'm, my my interests are really it's it's engineering, it's technology, and it's it's software, and um, and that's also why why, why later on so started my, my pro professional career as, as an R and D head, um, developing tools and, and smart smart equipment for for dentists. I've and that's all already 20, 25 years ago. That's not long, long, long time ago. And then, then uh, spending some some time as as management consultant and interim manager. And then, um, yeah, I think almost almost ten years years ago, I joined Kuka, and the, the famous automation company, well known globally for the especially for the robots, and uh, was was responsible there for for M and A um, and business development, and. Um, Yeah, and then six six years ago, we um, we decided Kuka decided to to acquire Swisslock, and then I got I got the chance to to run that famous company here, and um, and Swisslock is is well known or that's our our positioning to is to, to be the leader in data and robotic logistics automation, and that's what we're working on. That's where we're spending our time, and that's what what we want to further develop and uh, yeah that's that's great that you want to talk about automation smart cities and yeah, I'm now looking forward to your to your further questions <laughs> yeah give us kind of a quick introduction into what are some of the let's say you know products that uh, Swisslock is, is is let's say working on and where is your where are your products basically found you know so you already mentioned now like uh, automation technology and like um, smart cities and stuff like that so uh, where are your products basically being used in so we are, we are, we are, we are famous for our products for interlogistics products means within within the four walls so, so our company is a very very old company with a very long history more than 100 years and uh, since more than 50 years uh, we We are, we are developing and, um, and selling uh, logistics automation equipment to our customers. And logistics automation equipment means um, equipment which is just handling pallets into big, um, so the big, big storages. And, but all this, this equipment handling in an automated way, yeah? not, not driven by forklifts or by manual, by people moving, moving the pallets from A to B, but really driven by, by automation, means the hardware equipment lifting up the, the pallets, pallets into, into the, um, the, the storage 
by cranes. And, and also, and that's the important part, of course, there's this whole process yeah, being, being managed by, by software. Because, of course, it's clear, you have to find the pallet afterwards. Yeah? First you store it somewhere, and then you have, have to, to, to retrieve it afterwards in order for your, your storage. And um, that's why we are, we are famous, I think, very famous in this, this ASRs, um, for its ASR systems, but not just for, for storing pallets, but also moving, moving light goods. And if you're talking about light goods, that means parcels or small, small bins. And um, yeah, and then and then and then the last years, of course, also also due to to us be, belonging to to KUKA, um, having a strong focus on on um, automated robotic solutions for uh, for 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 logistics um, applications. And for example, we have an AC pack solution that means automated automated case palletizing. You can imagine, so like like a three D Tetris, yeah? um, you put the boxes and uh, and and the bins and the different products on on a pallet, yeah. And so you be build, and that's how we, we call it. You build the final pallet for um, for the shops. Yeah? So if big big dealers are want to deliver pallets. Of course, they have to to, to put the right uh, the right products on the pallets to to replenish the stores. Right. And for this, for example, for this automated pallet building building solution, we got these weeks and we got one one prize, an innovation prize. Because that's that's quite nice. Because there you bring together smart software, sensors, technologies, robotics, and of course the, the necessary know-how about the material flow and how to do these these things in in a proper uh, advanced manner. Right. You know, I was wondering because I've I've observed uh, you know a lot of companies that let's say have huge logistics um, processes inside their let's say own um, organization and. Well, I'm I'm kind of wondering uh, because from my experience actually in in the companies that I've observed the logistics department in most cases was the the department that has been uh, has been the most activities to be like kind of data driven and also to be have like to have most of the technological let's use cases in that sense how 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 is that uh, how's why is that actually the case yeah because you you have, you have to see if you see the the developer the industrialization then you had I think it was now it's 20, 25 years ago. The start was the focus was on the production processes. There is famous Toyota production system. They say okay to optimize mass production. Of course, all coming all these things driven by the automotive industry. The big demand for cars and, and the big demand for high quality and of course, and affordable pricing. And that leads to this this process to to improve um, the production. And then then of course the, the production. Was, was optimized and then there was after after that then um, and analyzing the whole um, value creation processes in, in big companies you find out that there's still a lot of manual labor and a lot of inefficiency in this indirect processes means in this logistics processes I mean somebody has to go somewhere to find some spare parts somebody has to go to replenish and to move boxes pallets pallets from A to B that was that was the first reason that this, this part, this logistic part was identified to be really a critical one, especially if you want to do this just just in sequence, just in time, and really um, delivery, if you want to, want to secure it. Also driven from the, still driven by the, by the automotive industry. And then, let's say 10, 10 15 years ago, um, the internet applications came, or that means that the, the, the easy to use internet applications came. With, with introducing the iPhone and the iPads and all these, these these gadgets, and then Amazon developed 
And then you had the second stream, which is much more accelerating this demand for logistic automation, is driven by the by the e-commerce uh, boom. Because mm -hmm. then we, we started, all of us started, okay, ordering, ordering goods um, at home or or anywhere, and and not just ordering the goods at home, but we also want to have these goods within days, within hours. Total different behavior of, of all of us, and we are not patient anymore to wait two weeks or four weeks to get our new new jeans delivered or get our new whatever uh, books delivered. We want to have them immediately, instantly. Yeah. And to make that possible, and if if you imagine this this amount of passes to be delivered, especially now in these corona times, to make this possible, you need outstanding software. That means, first of all, from, from these, um, from these uh, our, our customers yeah, to, to, to plan it and to get the orders. And to, but then also you need to have the software and also the hardware in place to deliver that. Because you cannot just rely on, on, on people anymore, mm -hmm. especially if, if you have to do some social distancing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. How should should how should they do that? And that's that's really the big big push. And that's also why my belief that this uh, Corona crisis it's it's in general very bad. Eh? And it's also bad for the business this year. But mid and long term, this will give give a push for for all the ones working in the in the automation industries. Yeah, you know, one of the first things that one can see when 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 they go to the Swisslog website. Or uh, also the first word that is on your about page on LinkedIn is uh, data, you know, and, and me as a, as a person that basically has a background in, in, in data science and data analytics also is wondering, obviously, when was the time that for, let's say, a company like Swisslog, you guys realized that, you know, um, the data that our, let's say, pro products are, for example, producing or in general data is really that much, you know, of an, uh, an important factor not only for us in general uh, to, you know, improve, for example, our internal processes or, you know, to maybe even do exploratory analysis and therefore become more innovative or the same at the same time also for your customers. I, I believe that the, the customers even even you before, because the, our customers, if e-commerce dealer or shop anyways, they are just handling, handling orders yeah, and doing something with this data. They have not, nothing else. Yeah. They have, do not have big, big, big shops. They have just an online shop. So it's just, that's really data driven. And, and when we started our, our journey here five, five years ago and saying, okay, how to, to reposition the company, we, we of course, we, we analyzed all these this mega trends. And, and we have the mega trends, organization, digitization, and, and um, aging society and, and, and the other ones and said, okay, what's, what's, what's our positioning and especially how do we want to wanna help our, our customers? Because we want to be perceived as partners. We want to not just perceived as a supplier delivering, I don't know, 20 racks yeah, and five cranes and maybe five AGVs. Yeah? We want to deliver to deliver a solution. And to deliver, to deliver that solution, that's also really a, a paradigm shift. Yeah? You, you, you do not start um, talking about, okay, I need these racks and the cranes and, and the hardware, and then you do a, a, a pricing. Yeah? You, you started in, in a total, you have a, to, a total different approach because you ask the customer, give me, give me the, the basic data, so all the order lines and to understand your business. And then by us analyzing this data, we then um, start thinking about what could be the, the, the perfect hardware or the perfect hardware technologies to handle that. Because as long as we are 
have to move physical goods, and, and we are still um, consuming physical goods. And we are not just sitting sitting at home, like in this always say the same in this, this Matrix movie, and looking back and getting having our three D uh, glasses, and then we, we live in our imagination and get our food in, into the veins. Yeah. So as long as we consume this, this physical goods, yeah, these these goods have to be moved. Okay. And uh, and that's how it what's our 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 general approach. So we start in this digital world, building up a digital model, and then out of this digital model, we uh, we derive all the the necessary hardware to make that uh, become reality. Okay, and um, so you said like five five to six years ago when when you guys started your journey, what are some of the things that you guys you know some initiatives or maybe you know additional or let's say. Yeah, starting points where you guys thought, okay, so data obviously is kind of the the asset, you know, inside organizations also for, let's say, the asset of the future. What initiatives or how did you guys then approach basically to, as most companies try to do, they, they start to think about, okay, so what kind type of data do we have? What type of data is our you know products maybe are producing and how can we monetize on that? So did you guys, you know, maybe come up with new types of services, initiatives, or maybe features for your products or... Yeah, there's, there's, I think there's two, two, two dimensions that we should not, not mix up. And one, one thing is, let's say, data you're talking about is our data about customers, our, let's say, data about our products, and what can we do with, with this data. That's, that's one part. And of course, there we are also having, having offerings for, for doing condition monitoring, having offerings for doing some, some crystal ball activities, meaning doing some prognosis for, for the future, having also for our, our item pick robot, uh, which is picking, picking out of of bits, we have some some machine machine learning, some artificial intelligence. That's that's one part. But the other one I, I talked before. This data is means that we have the capabilities of analyzing the customer data and deriving out of that a perfect solution in regards of flexibility, also return on investment and and quality for the for the customer. Because for us, this data and robotic driven does does also mean that we based on the on the customer data which is property of the customer we develop the perfect um, the perfect logistics solution so it's two different uh, let's say pockets uh, of of data okay. because the end customer data of of us uh, is not our our our, um, our data that's uh, that's um, the data of our customers yeah i understand you obviously, I mean, uh, are a company that is embedded within, let's say, engineering, you know, that has a background in, in strong background within uh, engineering and, and hardware. Uh, what were some of the things, you know, some of the, yeah, let's say things where you uh, also in your position as a CEO, where you observed, okay, this is something where we need to, you know, maybe change or also maybe further develop, no, uh, you know, knowledge or, you know, further develop skills. Or let's say my thesis here here would be that probably the software compa component is uh, something that you guys have been uh, doubling down on. Or uh, what else? Uh, what else would there be? Yeah. So first, yes. First, first is the, the focus on the software, and, and you have to to understand that that a third of our more than more than two thousand people are working here for for Swisslog are working in in software, either in software development or software customization. So a third of the company is anyway. And soft software driven, but also for the let's say for the hardware to, to make it's it's important that you you are making your hardware more and more smart. It means that you have a 
easy, easy to use connection to the to the software world, to the digital world. And that's also why we why we changed our, our controls strategy to to really to move that into a more software driven um, controls applications. And and I think that's 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 key eh, to develop this um, this this tool chain and, and really to develop this this digital twins, this digital models. And that meant a big, big uh, transformation of, of the company and because all the old ones working working before with the old controls, they still working working some of them of course in the in the customer service to take care of the of the legacy systems and of of our our customer base, but they had to to either be trained yeah, or to be replaced by other other people who understand how to to do the, the programming for these um, software-driven controls, and and that's a big 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 transformation. Yeah? Also, the sales process is a different one. So I, I would I would say that the third of the at the end in the in the in the, in the five years earlier, third of the the whole em, em, employees had to be um, retrained and to be further developed, yeah? either by by replaced by by others or by by training. So. There's a big, big transformation. There's nothing. There's only a, let's say, maybe a third of, of our company. It's, it's it's like it was five years ago. That is a really interesting point that you mentioned uh, the the reskilling part. Could you maybe uh, further elaborate on let's say your your strategy or let's say your how how you basically set up your digital transformation strategy? Yeah. So the transformation the transformation strategy all follows that our our vision had to to be the the leading company or to further develop our position as leading company for, for data and robotic driven and logistics automation and then out of that the, the whole the whole transformation process was um, was developed together with, with the team and it means we had we had we had to develop um, capabilities we had to develop uh, know-how we had to really to also to reorganize us uh, to be more agile to be more more flexible and to be and, and to be faster and then really, so I have to say also by then by by introducing new products because five years ago we had three own products now we have ten and more or less ten um, ten own own products and we all developed them in an, in an organic manner so we did not do big big M and A because we, we we believe we have we have to know how and we just have to do it yeah? and to to focus on our on our strengths and develop to develop these products out of our. Um, Really, of this this, this know-how out of, of, of decades. Yeah, and that's and that's how we did it. And with, with a big focus on the on the leadership skills and a big big focus on the on the people on empowering people. So far, as it's, it's and that's that's the key because you also you need for your leadership team and for for teams different um, different skill sets. It's really, it's different it's different people and it has nothing to do with age. Yeah? It's mm. it's the mindset and it's the attitude. Yeah. and the leadership capabilities yeah 100% what I find interesting also I think you and your company are actually the perfect case to, to ask on this question is so you have two sides you have let's say the whole algorithmic world where obviously a lot has come down to especially in the recent discussions of you know uh, jobs being automated and stuff like that but then on the other hand you know there's there's the, the whole space of robotics which and there's this discussion on okay so automating blue collar work versus you know white collar work is a, is a completely different process you know 
as uh, currently we are more in the time of you know where the automation of uh, white collar work everything that is um, that is related to a, a job within let's say the office or so we are now in the times of automating these type of jobs because the blue collar jobs where you know it's more of the autonomy of, of the human body and let's say the, the the physical interactions of a human with let's say either machine or whatever is much more difficult so you as an engineer also with your background and also with let's say the you know the core competency uh, within inside your company how do you see the space of robotic uh, robotics evolving and and what is your your opinion on the on the future outlook on this robotics plays plays a key of, of our strategy and it's, it's all play is been been key for also for the for, for the strategies of lot lot of other of other companies because what's what's also what's 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 obvious is that um, the, the further availability of, of big um, computer power of IT power and and and, and here's the availability of these um, these computers with high performance and at, at really at low cost perform because if you have all this this, this power in, in the cloud and you can you you, you can get it yeah? and the, the the better the, the better all these these models for for further robotization will work out yeah? because the next the next step for the for the robots is not just just moving goods or or whatever parts from A to B yeah? like for this all these industrial robots now it's now it's about that you have to develop uh, systems robotic driven systems where the robot is a part of it. And then we have to try to to teach the robot yeah, to do the right thing. And this teaching is not a teaching before you tell them, okay, if the product is red, then you have to do X, and if it's blue, you have to do Y. Yeah. This, this robot, this machine, has has to try to develop to develop algorithms to to learn. Yeah? So, yeah. for example, our our robot, yeah, if it's this, the, the item pick robot, is the longer it's it's grabbing products, yeah. The, the, the more fast it gets, the machine, because it learns. And for us, it's easy to grab a glass because I, I see it and I feel it, that's glass. And I also see or feel that's the difference between glass and plastic. And just by looking at it and the, the first feeling, I, I understand it. But for a robot, you have to imagine, of course, you could put sensors in the in the fingers of the robot. But if you have the sensors, then the robot would be that slow. Eh? If the robot then start touching the glass and then finds out, okay, it's a glass, whatever, eh? yeah. then it makes no sense. And it's nice for trade shows. It's nice for movies where you can YouTube, where you can uh, speed it up a little bit. Yeah? But it has nothing to do with reality because this this machine that makes only sense if they have a similar performance as humans. Yeah. Because if they take ten times that long as a you know picker, why should you do it? Because of course the, the disadvantages of a robot is you need also somebody who understands the logic of the robot. If you have to to manage. 10, 10, uh, 10 people doing picking in a, or hundreds of people, huh? you have just to tell them pick, huh? and then you have to tell them you have to pick 60 items per hour, or I don't know, or per, per or 600 items per hour, and if you're not picking enough, then I replace you by somebody else, that's it. And then the person learns and speeding up. But if you have a robot, you not, you have not just to invest in the robot, you have also to then to understand it, and if there's some whatever errors, I have to fix it, like a, like a doctor for the for this for these machines to understand and that means also that you you need two things you need this, this robots with this high performing robot on the bottom side and you need also the customers to further develop and to to also to replace their uh, some of their their skills yeah in their warehouses yeah, yeah the ones who have done it in the past are not capable of of, of managing these machines 
or because you have to understand it. And that will get further and further. And, and you, you see it now, we, we can pick, yeah? and, um, and it makes all, all, all already sense yeah, to use these this picking robots in high-cost countries, but that will further develop so that you can also use these picking robots in more low-cost countries or in countries where there's lots of, of, of labor force available. Yeah. And, uh, but really, of course, that's all driven by the by the um, by the development of of the really fast fast calculation IT power. Yes. Yeah. Available. Hundred um, percent. You know, uh, let's jump over to the topic of um, you know, which also comes in the, in the whole sense of um, digitization is that companies find themselves to start working you know with with other companies or to collaborate. Uh, create partnerships which uh, have not been there before, you know, like for example, and also kind of turning it into the direction of okay, what you know, new co what what are potential new competitors, you know, or is com competition, you know, still rising up, you know, because uh, usually you have the classical players, and now in this whole in the last five to whatever six years, uh, most companies, you know, uh, especially companies that have a more let's say traditional history. You know, started to say, okay, so there's this threat of uh, of disruption, right, coming from from outside. Is that is that also the case for, um, or is that also something that you think of, about as a as a as a CEO of Swiss Law? Of course, of course, we are we are we are, we, are, we try to to have an overview about the market, and we also we try to have an overview about the the the, the upcoming competition, and and that's clear. So that's in in that field because it's a big big market and it's still a a growing market, and as, as I said before, it will there's a huge growth potential in the in the future. Yeah? So there's a lots of company investing and lots of startups also starting um, starting with nice nice ideas about uh, and also robotic driven um, applications. But the topic is and and of this with lots of, of money behind and try to to set it up. Yeah? But the topic, of course, is you need to be successful here in that. In that area, it's not just enough that you have a, a machine. You need to have the understanding about the solution. You need to have the know-how, and and that's exactly the two things you you need. And you need what I said. You need to um, have an idea. How can I teach the machine, and how can I connect this machine to the to the backbone? Means to the to the whole storage behind. Because if you look in big uh, big warehouses or distribution centers, you have hundreds of thousands of different products you have really incredible big big um, racks and and lots of, of goods stored there and you have to move these goods and you have to store it and to move it in the in the right manner that of course then at the end um, the robot or the person where, where you move the goods to uh, is capable of doing also picking picking in the in the, in the professional and efficient professional wrong in efficient in an efficient manner of course you try if, if somebody is ordering a book yeah, then you try yeah, to, to to check all your orders you have if you're the, the end customer if you find find two three people who ordered the same book yeah, because then you have to go just once to the shelf and um, get the books yeah, out of it either driven by a robot or driven by a, by a human yeah? Yeah. which is all the same logic by the way yeah? so the, for the software at the end of the, the day it's 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 just different parameters yeah if, if, a, if a robot is, is going there picking out something or if you send a human there which gets the, the, the commands on, on an iPad or on uh, augmented reality glasses or whatever uh, to, pick, to pick it. 
and that's let's say this this whole process you have to understand to to um, to get it done in an efficient in an efficient manner. Yeah, and that's let's say the new and and on the other side, I also I also believe that there will be further in, in the future further further consolidations in the in the markets, yeah? because of course you need to have you have to have the um, the power to invest in in R and D because if you're not investing in R and D, you are um, in this fast changing times yeah you are it's it's really really very very difficult to, to stay on top yeah? also on the demand of your customers 100 and uh, do you think that maybe um like from a strategic point of view that a focus maybe like like you know some how, like what is ultimately then how could you differentiate or what is your unique selling point then like that is also something that you obviously need to think about then like if competition is growing is maybe a focus on maybe a specific things then a, a strategic decision or how is that approached yes exactly first first of all be for, for us but others are doing, sim are doing similar so be be focused on the industries so be clearly focused on on the consumer goods industry and be clearly focused on the e-com retail industry yeah. So we are really not doing automotive business. Yeah, we are just doing for all customers. We're very special, very opportunistic. But we are not not doing it. And, and there we wanna for consumer goods and e-com retail. We wanna understand the needs of our customers, the pain points, and also we wanna try to understand the end customer, which is driving the demands of our customer. And, and the better we understand that, of course, the better we can help our our potential customers or our existing customers. Both. So that's that's um, that's one thing, and the other thing that we want to differentiate is is um, the robotics applications. So due to our know-how and our connection to KUKA, we have very deep insight about the capabilities of robots. Yeah, and that's why we have this this um, common common developments based on on robots, where we where we believe we have really leading leading solutions and globally. And then of course the third part is that we, but there's others players of course as well that we um, building up global platforms yeah. so we are we are reacting across the globe and and really then trying to to leverage also our, our software one, one software platform across the globe so not distinguishing this is america taking whatever american software and then a chinese different to the australian ones or the german ones um, but we're really using the same the same the same software because it also means that we can transfer the know-how and also be being really then much more efficient in, in front of our customer because that's at the end of the day it's 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 the challenge our customers our customers are buying mainly on on ri decisions and because it's not a luxury good we are we are selling of course it's very nice but <laughs> if the people want to want to buy some some nice stuff they buy boats or planes whatever but they're not buying uh, buying a new warehouse so that's really just to fulfill the demands of our customers yeah. And, and customers, yeah. Okay. But that's that's the topic. Yeah. Um, you briefly mentioned you briefly mentioned like also startups and um, I mentioned before also the the, the the you know partnerships and corporations that you know are happening in in, in these times uh, where companies uh, you know didn't didn't do it as much or at all you know is is that also something that you know where where you put an emphasis on that that Swiss lock is kind of like you said, like obviously you are observing and kind of like seeing what the, you know, what is happening also in terms of, you know, technology and stuff like that. But is that also something where you say, okay, Swiss lock kind of, uh, you know, is looking out on the, the different ecosystems, you know, in terms of also startups and maybe collaborations? Yeah. Yeah. In, gen in general, yes. Yeah. No, but we are, we are, of course, also we are, we are talking 
always always talking talking to some learning to see okay can can we do something something together yeah? but uh, yeah, we did one yeah, but we are not here as, as in, in, this, in our logistics business not 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 really invested in in one of them yeah? so we are working as, as corporations but we are not not invested so we did our our developments yeah, we um, we decided to do um, you know, to to start to set up little little agile teams um, in house and to do it um, by ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Talk about the, obviously that is what we also need to do about the current situation and also, or the situation that we have uh, all been in the, in the past two months. What is, uh, what is your take on, in terms of these Corona times basically have on, 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 let's say, especially maybe your company, but also maybe in general for, for the development of your industry and also maybe a technology in, in, in itself. That's what I, what I said. What, 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 I, what I said before, so it's of course short term, it's it's a negative impact, but mid and long term will be a positive impact. Because also, also there, you just have to, to look on the on the share price development of Amazon, and <laughs> if, if you see that, you see you see the, the shifting demand. Because we are lots of people now really getting used to to use online services and to buy online food, to buy online grocery, to do all lots of stuff online, but what they've never done before. And I I believe a lot of of, of these people uh, who have never done it before uh, are now really find it convenient to do it and will continue buying buying um, buying the goods online and that means that there's a further will be a further demand for, for automation further push for automation because you cannot just do all these these uh, um, these quantities uh, behind manually uh, anymore and especially as I in the high in the high cost countries you don't do not even find the people who want to do these jobs. Yeah. Because working in these big, uh, big fulfillment centers is not an easy job. Eh? Yeah, hundred percent. I once visited uh, one of Amazon's warehouses, so uh, I had the opportunity to um, to to see what uh, what the processes are and what the la labor is inside these warehouses. And that's also why they are investing quite a lot in automation, also by themselves. Also, that's the most most of their automation in-house yeah that is that is something is like i was <laughs> i was thinking the whole time on, on uh whether i'm gonna mention that uh, but because that's probably uh, also a crucial topic in itself because that's amazon i mean uh, bought a company i think already a couple of years ago right uh which then became amazon robotics and uh they they do a lot themselves no that's all this kiva this kiva the company was called kiva and it's Amazon robots, and we have similar. Product. Our product is called Carry Picker. Yeah? It's doing, doing the same. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It's because all the for the others, for the non, let's say, the ones who want to want to get in, want to compete with, with Amazon's, they have to, to invest in, in automation, and they cannot afford own own uh, uh, product companies yeah? because they have really to focus on their core competences. That's 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 the companies where we try to partner with. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So do you think? So do you think the, the strategy of, or let's say that from a strategic perspective, Amazon buying, uh, buying this robotics company, that it's more or less to get the know-how the know uh, internally, so kind of to, for their own operations and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah yes, of course. Because they wanna, they, the strategy is clear. They, they, they need to be independent. That's also why they are buying planes. Eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, I thought about that as well. I would never thought that, that a company and retailer would buy on on freight planes or stuff like that. Eh? Yeah. And uh, and 
But of course, if you're in a position as them, it's, it's then difficult to be dependent then for, for some core services from others. Eh? Yeah, 100%. Anyway, they can afford it, eh? so it's just increasing their market, uh, their margin. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, maybe as a last uh, question, uh, because uh, we obviously need to uh, look look at the time as well. You know, with these conversations, they always are so interesting. That's why you lose track. You as a CEO, this is more more or less a personal question from from my side. It's kind of two sided. Uh, one, you as a CEO of a, a of a let's say yeah a technology company. That uh, that is what Swisslock ultimately also is. How do you how do you keep up with uh, with I think keeping up with the speed is is a is a really tough um, yeah wording because it's ultimately almost impossible to keep up with the speed. But how do you keep up or what are your sources of inspiration and also like sources where you keep up with uh, you know the technological developments and also what is happening maybe you know in, in inside your industry. Yeah, first first of all, I think it's, it's three topics. First of all, you have to plan. You have to plan your your week. Eh? There's the seven days of your week that you have really some some time to to think about strategies, to think about markets, to think about opportunities. Because you, of course, you can also do seven days of work. You can do operational work, and and, and that's 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 of course then a problem eh? because then you are stuck, eh? and, and you have to take the time. And if you have and, and you use you have to use this time to talk to to other people in the in the industry, but also to talk to people outside the industry, to talk to universities, to talk to professors, and to be to get get an understanding about technology trends. And then, of course, in, in parallel of that, um, at least I'm doing if I have time and if I'm traveling is is, is reading a lot. Huh? So reading what's 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 going on, what's the what's the mega trends, what's the big. Consulting companies saying what are they defining out way to get to get an idea, and, uh, and then also we try here in in house sometimes to develop some also some software prototypes and yeah, to have some little test balloons yeah, or to call them and see if, could something like that work. Yeah? And if it's not working, okay, it's not working. But then we then we tried it because then you always have to find this this transmission into um, how can it help help your business model to further develop. Yeah, I think that's the, the the balance you have to you have to find, yeah, between <laughs> some some theoretical know-how and also really seeing what's what's going on, and that's in a very quick and um, quick and fast manner because the markets are changing quickly, and you you have to adapt. And um, yeah, 100%. but I I find I agree. I I personally find find the best best industry to be in here. And it's it's fast fast changing. Lots of of technologies coming up and, uh, and logistics is getting more and more um, the key to fulfill our our demands. So without logistics, we'll get nothing. <laughs> true that. That is uh, definitely true. So maybe as a as a closing question, uh, what is the last book that you read? If you if 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 you if you read. So I'm 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 reading I'm reading for the book books. That, about about leadership and as, as I think one, one, one good one is to, to see what um, has 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 tell what, what what brought you here will not bring you there and I think that's that's also important very very important um, important topic uh, to to consider if you have to um, talking about leadership and, and also about your mindset uh, and that's what I find what I find sometimes inspiring seeing okay how how, how others are doing it how others are challenging your um, 
your your mind. Uh, and uh, but besides that, I'm really more really more reading uh, articles, articles, um, articles in the internet. Uh, so yeah. It's, okay. Really driven what's what's McKinsey's view, and sometimes a very good good view, by the way, yeah. and 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 neutral. Huh? Okay. So thanks, uh, Christian, for this uh, interesting conversation. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you.